1: This is the SI Fantasy Podcast. Head to SI.com slash fantasy for all the latest news, advice, and more to help you win your league. Look at his athletic ability, his explosiveness. He's very good in the red zone. able to get you those touchdowns. I mean, this guy had five touchdowns and 30 receptions. That's pretty much unheard of. Don't forget to subscribe to SI Fantasy Plus for even more content you won't find anywhere else.
0: Every single running back in his first year as the featured back under Andy Reid dating back to 1999, has been the rb10 or better how can we go wrong here with the glide guys here are your hosts Corey parson and
1: michael fabiano yo what's up welcome inside the si fantasy podcast brought to you by DraftKings, the fantasy exec and fabs coming to you the monday after the 15th sunday the semi-final sunday and congratulations to trevor lawrence michael He does not (laughs) have to join the gang green, the New York Jets. At least it looks that way now.
0: Isn't that hilarious, man? Only the Jets.
1: Only the Jets. When they win, it's ultimately a loss. The Jets win. It's ultimately a loss. Their fans are not happy about it, obviously. Sort of headlines. Sort of back page of the New York Post. The Grinch who stole Trevor.
0: Oh, man. There was another one. Lawrence Welp. There was a, oh, so good, <laughs> so good, man, so good. And but l- let's
1: get let's get to the fantasy spin on this, right? Let's yeah, and, and let's when you after the fantasy spin, I want to hear about their opponent yesterday. I mean, well, so
0: <laughs> imagine imagine if the Jets so so they don't get the number one pick, they don't take Trevor Lawrence. Now they could take well, like Josh Fields, right? Imagine if they pick up Darnold's Justin, option, Justin Fields, Justin Fields. Imagine if they pick up. Donald's option, and he's the quarterback next season. I mean, if you're a Jets fan, did you see that episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where it was in the in, in this this most recent season where one of Larry's friends actually died because he'd been a Jets fan for so long. Le'Veon Bell had just gotten injured in this fictional scenario, and the guy died because of the Jets. Like, that's that's basically a small picture of what a Jets fan existence is like. Like, this team kills you. And even even to do something as simple as lose a game, they can't get it right. Can't get it right. So next year, could be Darnold, could be Fields, time will tell. It very likely won't be Lawrence because I'm telling you right now, ShotKon probably went down to the coaches, the players, probably going to do this today, and say, hey guys, Two weeks left. No need to give maximum effort. No need. yeah. Because think about it. Lawrence has the skills to turn an entire franchise around. Okay? The Jaguars have been bad for a while. Right? Um, imagine Lawrence as the quarterback of your franchise, the Jacksonville Jaguars. The stadium's filled every week. You got merchandise flying off the shelves. If I'm Shad Khan, I'm saying, hey, guys. I'm not saying... To go out there and lose. But. eh, Maximum effort not required the last two weeks.
1: Yeah, let's take it light these last couple of weeks. You know what I'm saying? Mike, we go from Broadway Trevor to Duval Trevor. But. Let's discuss the New York Jets opponent yesterday. A team that I was finally. Excuse me. Starting to say, hey, you know what? Maybe they can be a threat in the NFC. Maybe they can be a contender in the NFC. Maybe they can be a dark horse in the NFC. Maybe Jared Goff is not as bad as I thought he was. Jared Goff sucks. He
0: I've said it before. I'm sure he's a wonderful human being. As a quarterback he sucks. He had one good year. That's it. He had that huge year. He's not a good quarterback. You listen. You don't you don't throw for 209 yards and score 15 points against the Jets if you're a good quarterback. You don't. You don't. Listen. And I feel terrible because I had Goff ranked as my QB 12 this week. And you know I don't like Jared Goff as a fantasy quarterback. But he's playing the Jets. The Jets stink, okay? I mean, just about every quarterback they faced has put up a good number against them, okay? So, Goff goes out there and sucks. I mean, he sucked. And, I mean, Cooper Cup sucked too. The Rams' defense sucked too. At least we got something from Cam Akers, Robert Woods, and Tyler Higby. But Jared Goff is the guy at the top, okay? He's the top. He's at the head of that offense. 15 points. That's it. The only other quarterbacks to fail to score at least 17 against the Jets was Philip Rivers one week, and that was a, uh, you know, that that was the Colts, the Colts, you know, won that game going away. And Brett Rippet, for Christ's sake. Jared Goff, you stink. I will never ever ever I'm bringing out my inner uh, Chris Jericho there. I will never tell anyone to start you again, ever. I don't care who you're playing because you sucked against the ultimate matchup. You had a home game against the Jets who hadn't won a game all year long, right? They meant terrible. Quarterback's been putting up good numbers every single week against them. You couldn't even get 18. You got 15-3, right? Now you got Seattle coming up, another great matchup. I wouldn't touch you with a 39-and-a-half-foot pole. To no cook doubt. the Grinch. He put coal in all our stockings. If you started him, you probably lost. And I apologize if you started him based on my recommendation. Never again, Jared Goff. I'm done with you. You suck. You're an awful quarterback. You're a terrible fantasy
1: quarterback. I'm done. I am done. Happy holidays. Jared Goff off to the land of unstartable in the eyes of Michael Fabiano. Did have some good performances yesterday, but Goff definitely was not one of them. Just a pitiful performance against the Rams of Los Angeles. But when you look around the league, Mike, and some of the, let's just start with the quarterback play. Boy, I tell you what, if you rolled the dice on Jalen Hurts in your fantasy semifinal matchup, I think you might be pretty proud of how you came across because you can't go back to Carson Wentz now in Philadelphia. No. And, 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 you know, Doug Peterson after the game,
0: you know, had been quoted as, well, we'll make a decision on who our quarterback is you know, this week. Are you out of your freaking mind? And they would burn the stadium. Are you yeah. out of your mind? Eagles fans would riot. And rightly so. Like, okay, you didn't win the game, but Hurts look great. Nearly 38 points. This guy scored nearly 60 points in his last two games. And you know what? The offense looks alive. Doesn't look dead with Carson Wentz. I think Carson Wentz is going to end up with the Colts next season, but who knows? So, Hertz suddenly is now, I mean, he's not a must-start. There's only two teams left in most leagues right now. So yeah. you probably already have a good quarterback. But I mean, if he's out there, I'd pick him up. If your opponent maybe doesn't have a great quarterback, you want to block him, boom. Go get him. This guy, I loved him coming out of college. And then when he went to Philadelphia, I was like, God darn it. Because I thought he could make an impact. I really, I love running quarterbacks, Corey. I mean, as a fantasy mm-hmm. analyst, you gotta love running quarterbacks. He's just He's very good. Now, the accuracy issues, okay. Well, I mean, he completed, what, 54% of his passes. Not great at all, but he runs. He runs with it, folks. 63 yards and a touchdown on the ground. Had over 100 yards last week against the Saints. This kid's the real deal, man, in fantasy. I don't know how many games he's going to win for the Eagles, uh, but he does have the Cowboys coming up. Our Dallas Cowboys, Yeah. And we know that team is not good against quarterbacks. So, I mean, Hurts
1: is going to be a top-12 play in Week 16. Yeah, no doubt. Hurts is headed in that direction. His opponent yesterday, you know, and shout-out to our guy Fantasy Frankie. He took some heat on Twitter last night. Because you remember about a month or so ago, Frankie said that Murray could be a guy that you should not trust in your fantasy playoffs. Murray has actually gotten healthy, turned the Mm -hmm. corner, and he does well yesterday as well. 406 yards, three touchdowns, did throw a pick. But Kyler Murray, welcome to week 16. Yep. Listen, man, uh, over 33 fantasy points.
0: And now Arizona's got a potential shootout next against San Francisco. And San Francisco got into a shootout with our Cowboys yesterday. And you know, they've got some weapons there, but Kyler Murray has typically owned the Niners, even as a rookie last year. Remember the matchup wasn't great. He had 20 plus against them twice. So, yeah, Kyler's – he's back in our good
1: graces, man. And what a catch by Nuke in that game. Jeez, Louise, that guy's good. Nah, he's crazy. You know what's so interesting and hurtful? My NFFC team that was walked down in week 13, going to week 13 with a 25-point lead, ends up blowing the 25-point lead and losing the fourth and final spot by 25 points. Ironically, Uh, it's crazy how that happens. Man. If that team would have made the playoffs, Mike – it would be in first place right now, going into week sixteen to win the championship. That's fantasy football for you. There you go, right there. That is fantasy football for you. Um, one of the guys that we were down on, I don't know. If, I, I know I spoke about it with uh with Bill and Frankie on ball market fantasy, and everybody was like, "No shot at playing Matt Ryan this week." Matt Ryan, three fifty six and
0: three touchdowns. I know, out of nowhere too, and without Julio, I w- I w- I was surprised. I didn't like him either. I didn't like him either. Now you got an interesting sort of, you know, debate here. He's got Kansas City coming up next. I mean, that could be a high scoring game, but Kansas City's ultimately been pretty tough on quarterbacks. So I, I probably still wouldn't play him. Surprise, though. He's the QB seven right now going into Monday night. That that was that was a surprise performance. I guess he was due Corey because he had been bad. For had a have been month. real bad, real bad the second half of the season. Yep. So I mean, if you started him in a two QB league, you got a nice Christmas gift early. But most people probably did not start him in traditional redrafts.
1: Uh Deshaun
0: Watson did well, and Josh Allen continues. Oh, Josh Allen's good, man. He's good. I mean, he looked great. If you have Allen, I had him in a couple leagues. Survived in my guillotine league by a point. Nice. Uh moving on to the finals there. And then I've got Josh Allen in the Kings Classic. Uh won that, moving on to the finals there. I think I'm going to play Mike Clay from ESPN, my pal. So the, that'll be fun. Josh Allen, I mean. He doesn't get a lot of love for MVP conversation, but I mean he's he's playing ball, and uh, he's got New England next, so maybe not the greatest matchup in the world, but uh, at this point it doesn't matter. Uh,
1: Josh Allen's a must star, obviously. So last week, I mean not last week, a few a few years ago, years ago now, when I was a serious XM employee, um <clears throat> I was in the SiriusXM XM host league, and you know, I took it all the way up until week. 15 so week 15 of that season you know this is you know this is the you go back and forth with the shows the roto Express in the morning was the program that i was on shout out to scott Engel and adam ronis and then we were going I, my my team was going up against the fantasy alarm team at the time the fantasy alarm team was jeff Mans and howard bender right so you know i talk big trash all week whatever so that sunday night uh the results come in they more or less pretty much handily win the game. And Jeff Manns and Howard Bender, I mean, they just unloaded on me for a full two or three days after that. Pretty embarrassing stuff after they got the victory. Well, yesterday I was able to eliminate Jeff Manns in the Kings Classic semifinal, so he's gone. Mm -hmm. And it sets up for a Week 16 championship game versus, you guessed it, Howard Bender. Ah, so you know, ah, nice. so, here, so here we go, Mike. You're in the S- you're you're in the King's Classic final, and I'm in the King's Classic final. Well done, man. Well, now we got to take home the title. I know Mike's got a really good team, so time will tell,
0: but it'll be interesting, man. Um, I had a good week. I I was in nine semis and I won eight. Nice. I, I didn't think I would win as many. The one that I lost, Aaron Rodgers, Allen Robinson. Keenan Allen, it is what it is.
1: But. Keenan Allen was a was, was a, uh, a a big letdown this week. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. You know who wasn't a big letdown, and and who's going to? Be, we may look back at the 2020 fantasy season and say, "Boy, that's the year that I rolled David Montgomery down the stretch." Dude, I mean, he's been great. He's been. They gave him the football 33 times. I mean, I've never seen that before in my life. <laughs> unreal. I mean, that's
0: part of the reason why you know Trubisky and the Bears cast, pass catchers didn't do much. All they did was run it. I mean, he ran the ball. He it's crazy because there was a lot of folks out there that are thinking, you know, maybe he's just not that good of a running back. Holy God! I mean, the schedule's really been favorable for Montgomery, and now he's got Jacksonville next. I mean, the the hits just keep on coming uh, for him. He is he is absolutely in another smash spot. He's been he's going to be a league winner. He Taylor had a pretty good game too. Yep. I mean, he's going to be a league winner also. So these yeah, guys these will are be coming up winner. when we need them. Yep.
1: Derrick Henry will always be will will be also be a league winner, but we kind of saw that coming. And another one of those vicious stiff arms.
0: Oh, dude. I mean I don't remember the player, but I mean that guy got stiff arms straight to hell.
1: (laughs) The the Undertaker stiff (laughs) arm. Unbelievable. I mean, that
0: was just that was bananas, man. I mean, I've I've been in the presence of Derrick Henry. He's just huge. He's as big as Willie McGinnis. And if you know who Willie McGinnis is, he was a a very good defensive player. Right, right, for the Patriots and the Browns. He's every bit as big. And he's a running back. I mean, unreal. And they've got Green Bay coming up next. Green Bay ain't good against the run. So, geez, Louise. I mean, it is absolutely lined up both for Montgomery and for Henry. Like I said, you know, the hits keep coming in terms of these really good matchups, man. And Aaron Jones is a good matchup too. Yeah, no, he is. And he had a good game last week. Jamal Williams got banged up. So Aaron Jones, who, is he in my Kings Classic team? I think he is. I can't remember. But um, yeah, he helped a lot of fans. And he hadn't been great like the last month. He's been kind of up and down. But uh, yeah, really good spot here uh, for, for, I mean, that that Titans-Packers game should be an absolute barn burner.
1: Fantasy Fireworks should go oh, down in yeah. that one right there. You should have a lot of that. Salvin Ahmed, Mike. I know. Welcome dude. to Week Sixteen. Love it, man. Ahmed. So
0: I- I'm in uh, the finals of the XM Ring of Honor League. So it's a bunch of the hosts and some of the the, the best XM listeners. And I was the only one of the hosts to, to make to the playoffs, I believe. And I ended up, I ended up, I, I was the one seed. And I would so. I lost Antonio Gibson, right? Mm-hmm. And I'd already had Keenan Allen give me a stinker, so I had no Antonio Gibson. My third running back was Todd Gurley. He's he's done. He's toast. He's, he's toast. He's not even going to be playing football next year, I don't think. So, um, or if he is, he's going to be a backup someplace. So, what did I do all is week? He even
1: Thirty years old? No, he's
0: not. He's That's he's crazy. In his, yeah. I, I think he's twenty seven. I mean, he's he's not he's not that old. So here's the thing. I picked up Ahmed. I picked up Sony Michelle. I picked up Benny Snell, brother. I picked up Peyton Barber. I was picking up anybody who I thought might sniff the football. And then I saw a report yesterday morning that Ahmed was going to get the start and see a lot of carries. I'm like, all right, I'm going with Ahmed. He was bananas good. He was every bit as good as Antonio Gibson might have been. So, um, and and he's certainly going to be one of the guys to pick up off the wire. Although Miles Gaskin could come back off of the COVID list, we're not sure. Which would which would kind of relegate you know Ahmed to being a, a bench player in fantasy, but yeah, he's a guy to pick up until we know about Gaskin 100%.
1: We said Matt Breida ran pretty good yesterday too. I know. He touched, yeah, right? yeah, he was good. I mean, Lynn
0: Bowden had a bunch of targets, didn't have a huge fantasy game, but you know who I'm bummed out about though. Cam Akers, you want to talk about the running back position? And this yeah. was Cam Akers was good yesterday. He had what about 50 yards and a touchdown nullified because of penalties. And 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 at the end of the day, Cam Akers gave you like seven points. Cam Akers had a good game. I'm sorry, he had a good game. The Rams screwed him with the penalties. Screwed him. So it is what it is. Our guy struggled though, Austin Eckler. I, I, yeah, he did. I mean, and against the Rams too. I mean, they stink against the run too. So, but I mean, does I mean, I'm I'm sitting him? No. They've got Denver coming up. Denver just gave it up to Devin Singletary for
1: crying out loud.
0: So, um, yeah, it, it wasn't a good week for for Eckler. And a bad
1: week for Chris Carson as well.
0: Chris, yeah, you could kind of see that coming. Although, I mean, Carlos Hyde had, had what, the 50-yard the touchdown run, right? Yeah. So, I mean, like, it wasn't like Washington completely held down the backs. But, yeah, I mean, Carson only had 17 touches. He had uh, under nine points. Uh, to me, Chris Carson's a must-start every single week for the most part. Yeah, it is what it is. It was a bad matchup.
1: I mean, who did well for the Seahawks? Yeah, no Russell way. Wilson stunk. DK Metcalf didn't do good. You no know way. what I'm saying? These are guys that you rode all the way. They could have really let you down in Week 15. Week 15 is always tough. Yeah, it is, man. It
0: is, and you know, I got a funny, I got a funny stat for you with, with as it pertains to uh, to Aaron Rodgers, right? And so you know, I'm, I have Rodgers, and you know, I started him. Obviously, most people did. And, he, you know, his numbers were terrible, but they weren't kind of what you expect from Aaron Rodgers. So I'm thinking to myself, you know what? This seems familiar to me. Aaron Rodgers in Week 15, uh, the numbers aren't always all that great. So did a little bit of research and looked back. And Aaron Rodgers in Week 15 games, like, look back over the last, like, five, six years. He's not been that good. In fact, in his career, it's a strange stat. He's averaging 17.7 fantasy points in week 15 in his career. And his last seven starts in week 15, 15 points five times. Fewer than 15 points. That's terrible. He's averaging fewer than 14 fantasy points in week 15 since 2014. I wish I had looked these stats up before the game. Although I Is, probably, there, is there a similar opponent? Is it a Although I probably would have still started him. So I can look back and and see sort of, you know, what like it's probably of. an
1: NFC North game. Is it like is he running up against a tough defense? Is he outdoors? Is it weather related? That's pretty interesting right there. It's
0: still I but it's it's Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron Rodgers. I mean, like that's what I'm saying. Like it's still I mean it's Aaron Rodgers. So it's not like, you know, this is a guy who's a matchup based starter. So I'll give you the I'll give you the opponents, okay? Um two thousand fourteen he played the Bills. Six points. 2015, he played the Raiders, 10. 2016, he played the Bears, 12. Uh, 17, Panthers, 21.9. The Bears, in 18 and 19, 13 and 14 points. And then Carolina, 18 points.
1: Yeah, so you see those, those games against the Bears. You never know weather and stuff like that when you look back at it. But that's right. interesting. It and is. Probably something to keep an eye on for next season also. Because, I mean, do you think Aaron Rodgers is in Green Bay next season? I would think so. I would yeah. think so too. I would think
0: so. He he's I mean, and they're probably going to they're probably going to go pretty deep into the playoffs. So yeah, there's there's no way he's not in the Green Bay next year. How about DJ Moore yesterday? I know, man. Came out of Saturday, right? Like most people started Robbie Anderson. Yep. I'm sure a bunch of people out there started Curtis Samuel. But DJ Moore was the guy, right? And, and and that was an otherwise forgettable game for most of the Panthers in terms of fantasy production. Nobody did anything. But the thing is, I mean, he had eight targets. He had six catches uh, over 19 fantasy points. Right now, he's tied to, uh, with Cole Beasley, who, by the way, is so underrated. Uh, too much as, sauce. As the, that's right, man. Sauce it up as the wide receiver 11. Pretty good. Here's the problem. If you've got Carolina players, they got Washington next. In Washington. Mm-hmm. For Maybe me, game too. I hope Christian McCaffrey doesn't play. Sorry. Uh, I'm playing Duff McKagan from Guns and Roses in the Allison Chains finals, and mm-hmm. he's got McCaffrey. I want nothing to do to, with facing McCaffrey. Man. I don't blame uh, you. That's right, dude. So I mean, a lot of people need him. I don't know if he's coming back, but we'll see.
1: What about um, this situation when with with, with with when we look next year mm-hmm. and we go to the tight end position? Yeah, is Waller number two?
0: I think Kittle's probably still number two. Okay, you still go I, Kittle I, at yeah, number two. I, yeah, I think, I think Kittle's probably still number two. Uh, but, I mean, you know, Kittle, when he was active, he was very good. But Waller's
1: locked in as three. He's going to be ahead of Andrews next year for sure, without question. I would say that as well. Over the offseason, I really didn't like or didn't really pay too much attention to. Put it like this. When I saw Steph Diggs went to Buffalo, I was like, I'm off Steph Diggs. I don't know that office is going to be Josh Allen managing the game, running the football, playing good defense. I don't know if Diggs is going to be able to put up the kind of numbers he did in Minnesota. Well, Mike, I was wrong.
0: He's, I
1: mean, amazing, amazing numbers. I remember when they signed him,
0: I thought, well, this is an upgrade for him because now he's going to be the guy, and he's got a quarterback with a big arm. I I, I didn't expect this. I mean, Dude, he's been great. The last three weeks, 19 points, 29, 25, 7. Now, he got hurt in that game. It doesn't seem like it's too bad. So hopefully he'll be good to go this week um, against New England. But, I mean, he's had 20-plus points, 19-plus uh, points in five of his last six. I mean, the target share is bananas. Bananas. Last three games, actually, hell, I can go back further than that. Last six games, 12, 10, 9, 10, 14, 13 in terms of the targets. Mm-hmm. Allen loves him. Dix is a hell of a player, man. And now we're finding out Minnesota held him down.
1: Really yeah, Minnesota held them back. Yep. You know, it was always a thing where who's better, Thielen or Diggs. And don't get me wrong, both are very good players, but yeah. I just don't know if they each get open without each other. But now I'm thinking I don't know if Thielen gets the open without Diggs. Because yeah. Diggs is doing it with nothing on the other side. Yeah, I mean, Thielen
0: has a ton of touchdowns this year. Yeah.
1: But the yardage hadn't really been there.
0: And then Justin Jefferson's really coming in uh and, and putting up uh you know, putting up bananas numbers again had a very good game against the Bears yesterday. Would be the rookie of the year if it wasn't for Justin Herbert.
1: You know what's funny? Uh, you know, obviously this season is is different with the with no fans in the stands, so you can really hear everything. Yep. Did you hear the the uh, when uh, Kirk Cousins in the back of the end zone threw the ball off the back of the wall for the double and Justin Jefferson – Justin Jefferson got up and said, "Come on, Kurt! Damn, really? Oh, man. yeah! Awesome.
0: I like that kind of fire from a uh, from a wide receiver, from a young wide Especially receiver, a rookie. You know what I'm saying? You know what was really cool? Did you see that new camera shot that they had in the Seattle Washington game? No, but I heard about it. I think the NBA Bro, is going to be using that shot this year too. It is. It's like you're on the field. It is like you're on the field. It's crystal clear. It." was amazing and is amazing and it's going to be great for
1: sports Uh, awesome brother it's like you're right there unbelievable I love it yeah I I still got to get into like the I want to get into like the virtual reality where you buy the things and you put it on your over your eyes and watch the game and it's like you're sitting in the front row Oh
0: man dude that yeah that's that's gonna that's the next uh that's gonna be the next wave man virtual reality is awesome I bought I bought the oculus for my son for Christmas last year yeah it's amazing it is amazing. It is so cool that, and I have I, I get vertigo, and I get motion sickness very easily. Like there are some things I can't even keep. I can't I have to close my eyes because I'm gonna puke. Like it's yeah. it's like that good, man. It's unreal.
1: No, nah, no, nah, I like it. I'm a big fan of it. Is 2021 the year that we see Calvin Ridley drafted ahead of Julio Jones in fantasy drafts?
0: Uh, very likely. Very likely. Julio is what? He's going to be 33. is 33. I'm not exactly sure, but he's right around that age. And Ridley's been very good. I mean, for most of the season, the guy's been reliable. He's durable for sure. I Julio's going to be drafted as a two next year. He's going to be drafted as a two. He's been drafted as a one for a long, long time. Not anymore. This, there is stink on Julio Jones after this season. He's had some good games, but can't trust him. You know, with these lower body, the soft tissue injuries, can't trust him now. So it, it is what it is. I don't know if he's going to come back next week. I'd love to see him. It's going to be a high-scoring game against Kansas City. Would love to have him
1: back. I don't know if he's going to go. Yeah, I think it's going to be tough to see uh, Julio Jones out there next year. I, I did a, a podcast with a buddy of mine, maybe about a week, week and a half ago. And we were talking about Terry McLaurin. And I was even saying, I think I would draft McLaurin ahead of Julio in 2021. Yeah, it, it's not
0: it's not a crazy scenario, right? I mean, McLaurin, who had you know a pretty good game uh, yesterday, could have been better. But it's know, still was a, tough. It's tough. What happened? Gave, gave you nearly fifteen points. But yeah, to me, man. I mean, I'm always going for younger players, right? I mean, like it's nice to have the veterans, but yeah. when those veterans start breaking down physically, you know, it's it's probably time to jump off the bandwagon. So um, I'm going to have a lot of fun doing my 2021 player rankings shortly after. The NFL season concludes, and it'll be interesting to see where Julio Jones ends up. But I don't see him being a top ten wide receiver
1: in 2021. It's going to be interesting, like you said. Uh, let's get ready to run through this wave of wire for week number 16. Yeah, uh, you know, obviously, if Tony Pollard is out there, you've been talking about Tony Pollard Forever. for a while now. He has been, you know, he, we, we saw this coming. We, I, my, my guess is Zeke will be inactive again next week. I hope and that's the put Cowboys make win this division.
0: Put him on injured reserve, man. I mean, come on. And listen, I, I love Zeke. He's been great. Tony Pollard's a better running back right now, guys. Look at what the offense did. This offense had been stuck in the mud for crying out loud. Look at what it did yesterday against the Niners. Their defense is not bad. Just put him on IR. Uh, anyways, we'll go through each position. Quarterback Jalen Hurts is the number one target who faces our beloved Dallas Cowboys next week. Tua to Tagovailoa, his passing yards were awful, but he had two rushing touchdowns. He's giving you 18-plus in two straight games. He's got the Raiders coming up next, and they stink against quarterbacks at home, especially at home. Baker, I give him all the credit in the world, man. 11 total touchdowns in his last four games, 20-plus points in, uh, three times, and he's got the Jets. Baker's a legitimate top 12 quarterback in Week 16. Um, Mitch Trubisky, he's got the Jags. Marcus Mariota has got the Dolphins. Not a great matchup, but in two QB Superflex leagues, uh, he'll be in the mix. At running back, I looked at the percentages. Le'Veon Bell's out there in about 40 to 50% of leagues on ESPN and Yahoo. And Clyde Edwards-Solaire, unfortunately, is out for the rest of the regular season. Uh, we mentioned Tony Pollard. He, hes I don't know if he's the number one target. If he's not, he's a very close second to Le'Veon Bell and Le'Veon Bell's own in, most, in more leagues. Uh, Salvin Ahmed had a big game, and he's got the Raiders, which is a great matchup, but Miles Gaskin could come off the COVID list. We'll see. So, But Ahmed is worth a, a look. So is Jeff Wilson Jr. and Sonny Michel. Uh, a wide receiver, assuming Julio can't go, Russell Gage has got the Chiefs, and he's had 35-plus points in his last two games combined. Emmanuel Sanders has got a great matchup against the Vikings on Christmas Day. Uh, and he's now the number one wide receiver for the Saints with Michael Thomas out. And Kiki QT, who I feel like I've been pounding the drum on for like three weeks in a row now, had a very good game against the Colts. Uh, could have had a bigger game had he not fumbled at the goal line. Oh, that's rough one right there. And he's got the Bengals coming up. Uh, some other guys to grab Tyron Johnson. I don't know what the status of Keenan Allen is, but Tyron Johnson's had two good games in a row. Uh, Richard Higgins for the Browns. Deeper leagues. Greg Ward uh, for the Eagles against the Cowboys, and Darnell Mooney against the Jags. At tight end, uh, it's it's wicked thin as we would say in New England. Logan Thomas is still available in about forty five percent of leagues on ESPN Yahoo, and he's got the Panthers coming up. This guy's had thirty one targets in his, you know, his last three games. He's been bananas good. Uh, Tyler Higby had a good game. I liked him against the Jets. Now he's got Seattle. The matchup's not great, but Seattle just gave it up to Logan Thomas, and then a couple of other guys who are maybe out there. Austin Hooper's got the Jets this week. Good matchup. Great matchup, in fact. And then Tyler Eifert, I mean, he's got the Bears. The Bears are horrible against tight ends. So if you're really in need or if you're looking for a DFS play,
1: uh, Tyler Eifert should be in the mix. There you go right there. We are through, almost through Week 15. Any thoughts on Monday Night Football tonight? <laughs> I got some fun stats for you,
0: okay? Um, here's one. Now, Ben Roethlisberger had a big game against uh, the, the the Bengals earlier in, the week, in, in Week 10. He had like 29. He's failed to score 19-plus fantasy points. 24 times in 31 career games against Cincinnati. That's 77%. He's averaging fewer than 15 fantasy points in 15 career games in Cincinnati. And and people are starting Roethlisberger and I get it. That's interesting. It's just interesting to me. So, uh, And we'll actually have more on this game with myself, my man, Corey, and Bill Enright. You're going to be able to find that on si.com slash fantasy uh, later today. Yep. Tyler Boyd's a fade for me. Geo's a fade for me. I wouldn't play any Bengals. T. Higgins, dude. Ryan Finley starting. He's brutal. He's terrible. Uh, for the bang, uh, for the Steelers, uh, again, you're, you're probably pot committed. Roethlisberger does not have a good history in Cincinnati. I don't want any part of the Bengals. Uh, the Steelers running game. Uh, Deontay Johnson, though, you know he had a big game last last uh, meeting against the Bengals, and they're not good against receivers lined out wide. You're probably starting Juju. Chase Claypool's probably a fade. He, his, his snaps and his targets have declined over the last few weeks. And Eric Ebron's also in play as well.
1: There you go right there. Week 15, almost in the books. Week 16, it's time to put the icing on the cake. That's oh my right, God. man. not nut-cutting time. There you go right there. Rubber meet the road. Don't forget Wednesday, just coming up Wednesday, even though it's a holiday week, you'll get your sit start, your final one of oh, yeah. twenty twenty. Your final one of the No, no, no. We'll, be
0: doing, we'll be doing one for week seventeen also for the for the crazy people out there. We'll do an abbreviated one
1: because it's also useful for DFS too. So
0: we'll be we'll be doing one more. We'll be doing no, one more. Got, so we got a
1: couple more in the chamber. You know what yes, I'm sir. saying? My, my my bad on that. No, I thought okay. you got yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a week sixteen. I'm done. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, man. I I go right through. I go right
0: through. So we'll do uh we'll do stardom and sit them, uh, an abbreviated version again, and it's probably more useful for you know those in DFS.
1: No doubt. So, like you said, or like 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 Mike said, look out for that video on Monday Night Football coming up. We're going to record that in a little bit after, after we do this, and then you got sit start on Wednesday. Everybody enjoy your holiday week. We will be back for your consumption on Christmas Eve to get you ready for Week 16. We're not going to leave you out there. But yeah. my guy Michael Fabiano, it's Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, SI Fantasy Podcast. We are out.